Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. I just love that. Bonjour, Monsieur Chad. <laughs> Bonjour, <laughs> Mr. Bienvenue to the Chad and Fromage podcast <laughs> from Paris, France. Uh, France. What's up, listeners? Uh, we're, we're here at the Unleash Conference in Paris. We've invaded the Maya booth. We've taken their Wi-Fi. We've taken their tables. We've stalled the sales process. Yes. We've probably put them out of business because of our weekly show. We are the Chad and Cheese Podcast, HR's Most Dangerous. Live. This week, we're going to be talking the Unleashed show. Huh. We're going to be talking Indeed Shakedowns, and we're going to be talking Glass Door Mobsters. Woo. Stay tuned. Sovereign is known for providing the world's best and most accurate parsing products. And now, based on that technology, comes Sovereign's artificial intelligence matching and scoring software. In fractions of a second, receive match results that provide candidates scored by fit to job, and just as importantly, the job's fit to the candidate. Make faster and better placements. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks communicates and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. And we're back. And we're back, dude. If you Ooh. hate shout-outs, you're going to hate this part of the show. But oh, there's yeah? so many people to thank from our week in Paris. Uh, I'm going to start with Unleash in general. Oh, yeah. Uh, they gave us a mic. They gave us a stage. They gave us uh, a voice. And we appreciate that because it's not the safest choice. No, 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 no. And <laughs> and they gave us some really good panelists. It's one of the things that I, I love when we work with shows and they want to be able to get their people up on stage. Sure. We, we had we had Chris Ray from Sainsbury's. We had uh, Adam Yearsley from Red Bull. Yep. Had and Brandy, Brandy Ellis, Ellis yep. from The Smash the Fly. Smash Fly. <laughs> the Smash Fly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we had they even extended our period. We were supposed to have 30 minutes. We went to 45. We're talking about brand experience and just really cool shit. So we'll they, be they, dropping. They that even podcast. gave us Lars as our master oh, of yeah. ceremonies. Oh. Like he anyway. doesn't just do anybody. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> get a little Lars action. So that's good. You, you, you got through a lot of shout outs there with our, uh, oh, our guests. So that's good. Uh, shout out to Paris. Yes. Who's been very good to us. Uh, the food's great. The wine is amazing. Uh, the city's beautiful. If you haven't been to Paris, 
could not recommend it more. Uh, we're very lucky. Indianapolis does not have a lot of international direct flights, and amazingly, they have a direct flight does. to Paris. I so love uh, it. we're really enjoying enjoying the town and the uh, the quick flight oh, yeah. over over to Europe. Um, quick shout out to Neely Verlinden. Very what? Uh, yeah, she's with AIHR, which is not artificial intelligence. No. Yeah, Verlinder, I okay, believe. There you yes, go. AIHR. Uh, we did an interview with her yesterday. Talk shop, podcasting, industry stuff. Um, be on the lookout for that. We'll link to it uh, from chatgees.com. We'll share it on socials. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time. A big shout out to all of our friends, and I'll try to hit as many as I possibly can. Our dinner friends? Is uh, that well, who you're going well, we have the dinner friends. Right. We have the Adam Gordons of the world. Yep. Uh, you know, Andrea Wade. Yep. Elon from Ten Guy. Elon from Ten Guy. Max, Max Arm Brewster. Max twice. We Max, got yeah, double he doubled the Max. Up. See, Max is Max is French. Yes. He lives in He's Hong Parisian. Kong now. Yes. yes. But he hooked us up two nights in a row. Amazing restaurant. So big shout out to Max and and the Talk Talk Push peeps. Yep. So also we just saw Matt Alder. He was. He looked like uh, he was. He looked like he needed some sleep. Not as much as you yeah. look like you need well, sleep. That's because I was up till two. Um, <laughs> Hung Lee, we saw Hung. Hun, we He's saw Hung Lee. Yeah, gotta love some Hung Lee. Uh, just plenty of guys. The guys over at Social Talent, Dave, Johnny, the crew. Yeah, we had, we had a good time with uh, the the Social Talent guys. Yeah, Apparently, uh, they had a giveaway idea. Uh, for condoms, uh, apparently <laughs> the Johnny. Apparently, condoms in Ireland are called Johnnies. Johnnies, yes. So Johnny Campbell and the Johnny giveaway, uh, I thought was funny. And frankly, I think there is no better birth control birth device control than yeah. Johnny's face on a condom. Yeah, because I'm, <laughs> are you going to stay hard putting that thing on? Yeah, and we're going to continue to hound <laughs> them to one day have fresh Guinness from Ireland actually in the booth. How are we in Europe and we don't have fresh Guinness from the booth? I mean, come oh, on, no. guys. Well, well, we saw Shane clinch for oh, yeah. a very short period. Yeah, he was in and out. So, you know, he's he's usually the one that brings us our supply. He's our he's our Mr. Dr. Feelgood. Yeah. And uh, he, he failed us this time. But he's <laughs> no no hate on Shane. He's always always good for us. Shane has yeah, brought us so much If there are Irish beer. in the house and there's no whiskey or Guinness, I'm pretty upset. Yeah. Shout out to Laura Drury from Saba Software in the UK. She's Saba. a big fan. She was at the show Saba. yesterday and ah. wanted to uh, send me a message saying, Great show, guys. Thanks a lot. A big fan. Keep doing what you guys do. Uh, Andy Whitehead, another big fan that hit me up uh, on LinkedIn. Yep. He's with uh, Live Hire out of Melbourne, whatever. Uh, Andy, <laughs> we love the Aussies. Keep listening and keep uh, spreading the joy. I have to say uh, Muir McDonald, and that's how you have to say it. Yeah, like you, I, have to say I, it you have to say it with some confidence. With some cheese so, Yeah, some, some confidence. <laughs> so, Muir McDonald, yes. So, we appreciate, again, all the shout-outs and also helping us to understand how to exactly pronounce your name, my friend. Good yeah, job. Uh, I'm going to go Richie Bodo from Novu out of Missouri, another big fan of ours. M- Missouri. M- Mizzou, the show-me state. Okay. And we sh- show them the knowledge. <laughs> By, anyway, uh, wow, we went through uh, shout-outs pretty quickly, yes. actually. And I'm, I'm sure really everybody's impressed. happy about Why that. Why do we not go that quickly on the on the regular show? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, our travel schedule is dwindling as the year comes to a close. Yep. But we still have ISIMS yep. uh, coming ISIMs. up in November. Uh, I'm going to be doing a session at RecruitCon in Nashville in November. 
If you're interested in Julie optimizing your shit for Google for Jobs, come out and say hi. I'll Ju- be there. Julie will Julie be there. Julie Sowash will yeah. be there. So she's doing D&I stuff, I guess. Uh, yeah, she's talk about how you actually get outcomes and hire people and shit. Yeah, that's, that's how she it She better be not done. be on a bigger stage than me. That's uh, all I'm saying. Well, she should be. <laughs> yeah, and then we have TalentNet in Dallas. TalentNet, yep, closing the year out in Dallas. We're still waiting on Carrie Corbin. To say yay or nay yeah. on coming on stage. Yeah. You're looking like that's She's not going to happen. She's giving me the cold shoulder. Cold shoulder. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm like, come on. you got in. Right. Yeah. Carrie, so you talk the talk. Walk the walk. Come, on, come up girl. on stage. Walk the walk. Otherwise, we'll be doing our uh, our world famous naughty or nice list from the year at uh, from Dallas Live. Yes. So if you're there, come out and say hi. All the usual Dallas, Texas suspects should be there. Charney, obviously Fisher. Yeah. And others. Got a big a, a big group there in Dallas. And by the way, uh, we're we're formulating next year's schedule. Yeah. If you thought you had too much of us this year, well, <laughs> damn it, you're out of luck because you might get more of us next year based on what the calendar's starting to to look like. Not enough Chad and cheese in anybody's diet. Let's just make <laughs> that's especially if you're French. Yes. Cheese is everywhere. Chad and, and fromage. Delicious. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll talk uh, the Unleashed Show in more detail. Nope. Nah. Not for me. All these jobs look the same. Ugh. Next. This is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs, just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them. Face it, we live in a world that is all about content, content, content. So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job AdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job AdX seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching, building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's joinus at jobadx.com. Attract, engage, employ with Job AdX. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Uh, Unleash, one of the, I'd say, top five at least HR conferences in the world. Uh, yeah. That's I, probably not debatable. No, I don't think that's debatable and, uh, at all. It's, I, our, it's our first time. What are some of your first takeaways and things this, that caught your attention here? This is, again, this is one of the most interesting because everything is in one place you're not walking from one part of you know uh a conference center to the next part of the conference center you know they're all together the stages are integrated with the expo hall i mean so i mean it's not a go for coffee and maybe talk to a vendor it's like yeah the sessions are in the expo hall like you can't escape so here i mean i would i would say if you are a vendor you would fucking love this show because you are always amongst the people yeah if you are a vendor you're probably loving this show because yeah. there's no like waiting around no. till the expo you know moment when they come in for yep. uh drinks yep. or coffee like 
the entire show you're talking to people who are here at the conference. Well, and drinks and coffee are always out, and they're always around. So it's like, again, you go to a stage, which, again, some of these stages are out in the middle of the expo hall, which yeah. we were on one of them. But you can go from stage to stage. Go yep. to the main stage, which is, you know, w- w- within the actual confines That's a great of this point. You can bounce around and not feel Easy. like, oh, I've got to get up and open the door and be really quiet. Like, you just get up and walk away. And, yeah. And, no and one notices. Yeah, there's so much going on. It's really cool. I do like, it's kind of like a startup area, but it's not because SurveyMonkey's there, for God's sake. Well, it is very much like the kiosk, uh, HR tech type pavilion where you have a little, a little, uh, uh-huh kiosk yeah uh but yeah uh survey monkey a large public company in yeah. america is in the startup uh, pavilion interesting equest who's been around for 20 some years yeah. is in the startup pavilion so they might want to tighten up the regulations <laughs> on who can get there otherwise we'll start seeing microsoft in the, uh, is, the it really, is it the startup area though is that what it's called pretty much i mean the is startup it? stage is right there Yeah, that's a good point those are m- pretty much all startups pretty much all startups uh, yeah now there is a bronze area, which I'm not exactly sure. So SurveyMonkey huh. is a bronze, but it's still a kiosk. They can obviously afford a 10 by 10 or something bigger here. Yeah. So I'm a little confused why they're there. But uh, I don't know. Good on them. They budgeted wisely and got a cheap booth. I'm going to say there is no there there. There is no there there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I wonder how many people are going up saying, like, who are you guys? SurveyMonkey. Huh. Of course, yeah. primarily American company. Maybe here in the european market they're more yeah new so, so what what do you think so obviously i think i agree with all your sentiment on uh the conference as as it's as it is it's a big open space it's vendors and attendees living yep. together even <laughs> living the food together even the food is give is given out on in sort of a uh small portions on multiple parts of the of the area so it's not like you go to one big buffet yeah, at the back of the at hall. At the back of the hall, then yeah. you sit away from the vendors. Yeah. So they've they've really done a good job of making the people who pay the bills uh, happy. I think, and that's been the feedback um, that I've gotten. You mentioned the startup uh, area. You know, talked to quite a few of those. I think we sat through one of the startup sessions. Our buddy George Larock yep. um, is a judge there. You know, my takeaway is there there's so there are too many startups that are just making stuff that they think is cool. And they don't think about what pain am I, like, solve, what problem am I solving, what pain am I healing. Um, in fact, in many cases, too many companies are creating actually more work for companies. So, like, right, you see right. survey companies where, okay, sign up for our shit, and then you email all of our people, and, uh, and then your workers have to do more work, and then you have to do more work. Uh, to maybe get something out of that. So I think that's been kind of a, a bad idea and shitstorm for a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of, sorry, we're having a lot of activity here outside right. with a lot of middle you fingers, pull out the mics. a lot of middle fingers you and, pull out and, the mics and, shit and bite me kind of, uh, <laughs> hand gestures, which is nice. So, uh, a couple, a couple Say hi, of, Aaron. so yeah, not enough startups solving problems. Uh, they're kind yes. of just cool and giving more giving you more time and things yeah. to do on your on your to-do list yep uh, a couple that stood out to me uh were real links which i think we both actually stopped by and talked to which was a referral uh system that was really interesting and what i yeah. liked about it was it was a pretty automated system it uh it synced up with your employees uh linkedin facebook etc friends and then based on job postings tried to match them with people in your network and then said, hey, so-and-so we think might be a good opportunity for our 
marketing position. Here's a link to send them if you think you yeah. agree with that. Um, I can see that integrating with Slack. Who also is here? But not in the startup. Uh, not, <laughs> yeah, in the startup not, so yeah, not in the startup. So kudos to them for that. Uh, yeah, we'll get to Slack in a second. Um, my other uh, my other highlight from the startup was Peachy Mondays. Peachy, Peachy Mondays. Mondays. Yeah, we have we have way too many animals in the startup area and the vendor area as a okay. whole. But now we're getting into fruits. So we should start fruity, saying fruity strawberry jobs forever and maybe. Oh, uh, I like that. That's good. <laughs> so we'll, so they're basically uh, an internal glass door. Oh, okay. So you leave anonymous feedback that's internal, which for companies is nice because it's not public. Yeah. Uh, and maybe for employees it's nice because they feel like they're being heard. Yeah. And they're not being just voicing out uh, in the world. I do think, however, a lot of people would prefer to be heard by the most people possible, even though it's anonymous, whereas a platform like Indeed or Glassdoor is going to give them more uh, more of a voice than an internal system. Yeah. But those are two startups that, that sort of stood out to me as at least interesting. Yeah. Well, we did see our friends from Video My Job here yep. in that area, Candidate ID, Job Pal. So seeing, you know, some some of those organizations here are really yeah, cool. That we've well, talked about before, been on Firing Squad. Yeah, one organization that it, it was it was easy and I honed in on it quickly was called Juno. Is this the logo? This is it, <laughs> If you have a logo that is your name, yep. it, it can't be so complex. If it that looks like Morse code. Yeah. You, <laughs> if I can't actually, if it takes me at more than three seconds to, to actually figure out your fucking logo, then the, yeah. you know, their logo so sucks. Try to, try to explain their logo for listeners. If you like not being able to show it. Yeah. You know, like that, the Etch-A-Sketch when you're like, you can do things on an Etch-A-Sketch. <laughs> You know, and it's just like you're doing like little circles Blind and stuff. Sketch. Yeah, it, it just it's horrible. You look at it and you're like, what the? F- does that say, is that actually what I no no? I think it's Juno. And then I look underneath and it's like, yeah, it's Juno. That is horrible. It is horrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Whatever marketing firm, person, company, Fiverr contractor came up with that, no, like no. not good. There's a five year old with an etch a sketch. <laughs> <laughs> That's who we know. Agree who we on that. Okay, uh, a couple uh, main segments we wanted to touch on was messaging. So you mentioned Slack. Go yeah. ahead and uh, what's yep. your take on them? It was interesting um, that Slack would spend time when it, it at a at a show like this. Sure. Because um, we don't generally see them at shows like at the state. I don't think I didn't see Slack at HR Tech. Nope. This is the first show that I've seen them yeah. uh, exhibit, and I think. Maybe the second time Facebook at work um, been has been here. here. Yeah. yeah. So it was interesting because we went to Slack and said, why are you here? Yeah. Right. And and I think it was interesting because they're doing the integrations with applicant tracking systems, with uh, surveys, that kind of thing. So it, they're, they're trying to get into the, the basic flow of work. So instead of going to your applicant tracking system and using your applicant tracking system or get, getting going to your applicant tracking system for updates or going to email for updates, if you're in Slack all day yeah. and, and these channels pop up and you see that they're notifications, then it's just automatically integrated. I thought that was really cool because it's all about process efficiency. Yeah. And those integrations, I think, are powerful because it's not just... Uh, hey, you got a new applicant from from whatever, right? Yeah. It was like very detailed information that you get from your Slack. Well, I can dashboard. see background check companies. Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, just all of the data that's coming through, you can see it, and then you know when you have to go back to the applicant tracking system to get work done yeah. in there. And looking at Slack, there's actually an HR and culture 
category yeah. um, within their app store. Um, a lot of it is very heavy with surveys, yeah. polling, engagement. You know, send little smileys to your coworkers, kind of thing. <laughs> but I did. We did. We mentioned gla- uh, greenhouse. Yeah. Uh, Lever was there. Yep. Um, I don't remember One any the apps, others yeah. uh, that were there. But if you're an ATS and you're not integrated with Slack, uh, we we both think that was a pretty cool have integration. To talk to Isims about that when we're out there sure. in a couple of weeks. Sure, Isims. Job bite. Yeah. We need to yeah. tell Amon to get on that. Yeah, uh, as well. I think Amon's all over that. I could be wrong. You think he is? I think he he's be. all over I, that. I'd be yeah. surprised if he wasn't at least aware of it and had it on their yeah. on their roadmap. So how would we mention Facebook uh, at work, which is their messenger at work product? Yeah. Uh, what was your takeaway on their stuff versus Slack? I, I would say that we knew their product better than they did, or at least how to articulate it better than they <laughs> okay. did. That was it. Was weird because you just kind of stepped up and said, "Okay." Tell me about your product. And really all they had to say was first, do you use Facebook? Yes. Do you have groups in Facebook? Yes. Okay. That's pretty much it. It's just you have a business side. Yep. It's not your personal profile. You have a business profile. So it separates business from personal. Yep. And what are your questions? That That's the pitch, yeah. right? And uh, it was pretty clear that, well, the App Store is, is an obvious example. Oh, yeah. uh, Slack has, it's I'm really assuming, new. thousands, if not tens of thousands of apps. We asked Facebook how many apps uh, like 60. Uh, were made as 60. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of those are big, right? Oh, G yeah. Suite, yep. Microsoft, yep. which are pretty easy wins for Facebook. They can make one call and get that probably built pretty easily. But if you're not connecting with you know, the app makers of the world to create really cool applications to your product, you're probably going to lose to the solution that is doing cool things and creating great integrations. Wow. So if I'm if I'm a greenhouse user and it's between Slack and and Facebook, I'm obviously going to go to Slack because I can integrate my ATS experience within my messaging system. Yeah, iPhone had like this huge app store and yep. and the you know Droid didn't, then Droid did, right? I mean, it's just one of those things. So Facebook is such a big brand all of these organizations are going to want to have and need to have an app there. Yep. So I don't think that's going to be that big of an issue. I think they're just going to have this flood. Yeah. But they're, I think they're prioritizing well. They're not They're not just waiting for the little app guys to come in and start creating. the. They're doing the big integrations yep. first. So, yep. yeah, I'm, I'm not too worried about that. I'm just, I'm just not sure about them in this space, Facebook in this space. Yeah. They don't understand this space. I mean... With the with their ads, their job ads, and being able to boost those and that kind of shit. I mean, they just don't get what we need. Yeah. So why would they get from a business standpoint what we need from a communications or, or what have you? So I I don't know. I just I don't buy Facebook in this space. Yeah. We did uh, we did ask them. Hey, you guys have job postings on your marketplace. Yeah. You have this corporate sort of uh, solution. When can we start seeing you know integration between posting jobs and your at work messaging platform? And, and they seem to think, yeah, that could happen. Uh, again, you said we knew more about their product than they did in yeah. some cases. So I wouldn't expect that to happen anytime soon. But it is something that they would have over Slack, which does not have three billion you know consumers use it on the planet. See, and that, that's exactly right. So if you do have that greenhouse integration and you're automatically pushing a feed of jobs into the Facebook yeah. marketplace, right? So, I mean, that could all go along. And then, again, you can get you could get uh, messages on that on, on Workplace. Totally true. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they, they have a huge leg up from a market standpoint and their marketplace yep. 
on Facebook. So I mean, so they know how to do that. Again, it's just I'm just not satisfied with what they've done thus far in the business space. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's really nothing stopping Facebook from building you know integrations into ATSs already to automatically post jobs, which we know that they're doing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so that's obviously on the table. Let's talk about uh, bots. Particularly chatbots, I guess, because yeah, they well, are we're obviously in the Maya booth. We might we're in the well Maya booth. Yeah. Uh, right after this, we're going to be going to the uh, Battle of the Bots. The Battle uh, of the session, Bots, which is going to not only feature Maya. We've but got like half an hour till Paradox, that starts. Yeah. Uh, our friends at the Robot Ting Guy will Ting be there. Guy, yeah. uh, Max, Max at Talkbush. Yep. 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 Uh, pretty Talk much, it's going to be a who's who of this of this sector. Yeah. Um, the only ones here are Maya and Paradox. Uh, the others are sort of hanging around and doing sessions and whatnot. Yeah. But what's, I don't know, what's your, I guess, highlight from that or takeaway? I mean, it certainly seems like the time for the bots is here if it's not, you know, coming in a big way soon. I am so big on bots overall, not just chat bots, but bots from, uh, you know, a, a process um, efficiency standpoint, mm-hmm. because there's so much that can be done from automation. So, yeah, I think, I think there's just, still blue sky out there for chatbots and bots overall oh, yeah. and being able to do this chatbot thing is awesome but what about the actual you know uh, process bots that you don't need human interaction you know what the process is supposed to be and you just you know engage and signal yep it's big yep. and, and these guys are obviously getting a shit ton of cash already right so it's going to be interesting to see if they can because you received all this money can you actually sell yep. with the, with the valuation that large, or do you turn into your own platform? Yeah. I mean, seriously. And look, I think you know, without naming names, you know, people I've talked to, you know, I think there are offers out there. I think yeah. that there are oh, already there are. conversations about how much do you want, and the the question of you know, do you make a lot of money now? Or do you roll the dice and take a lot of money potentially later? Yeah. And I think a lot of these chatbots are struggling with that question. Yeah. And we'll see. You know, I, uh, one of my predictions for 2020, uh, maybe yours as well, could be we'll start to see the first chatbot go for, you know, allegedly $100 million is sort of the price that we're, we're hearing. But, um, yeah, it's a hot space. I expect it to get hotter. I'm kind of surprised we're not seeing more competitors. Yeah. Um, yeah, clearly a, a, a big trend here is automation and chatbots are kind of driving that. I also think it's worth noting that the conversations that vendors are having with folks is not so much what is a chatbot, yeah. but it's how are you guys different from Paradox and Alio and all the others out yeah. there. So there's an education in the market that's happening that I think is really healthy and, uh, and, and really uh, underscores how healthy and uh, trending this industry is. Yeah, and I... I think also as a company, it's great to try to understand the differences between them. But the biggest key is what is your fucking problem? And take that to those vendors and say, this is my problem. How are you going to solve this problem? So having these these kind of like high level, how are you different conversations? Okay, yeah, they might be good, but they're nothing compared to taking an actual problem to them problems a fucking portfolio of problems and saying okay a problem a here you go and 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 then take them through that i mean that's this is the thing that we have to do better in talent acquisition um we can't just have all these box checking well will it do this will it do that will it you know will it make me coffee well you know bullshit 
will it solve my fucking problem? What's your problem? Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. We need to move away from the days of like, I have a checklist. Yes. And chatbot is on it, and I'll buy any chatbot. Yeah. As long as I can check it off my Challenge list. Challenge your thinking. What problem do you need solved? Exactly. Very important because yes. they all are very different yeah. in certain ways. Yeah. And how are they going to solve it? That's the question. How are they going to solve How's one chat, chatbot going to solve it versus another? Right. Yep. And I can guarantee you, like, Talk Push, which is an entirely different platform, right? Uh, than like maybe a Maya or something like that. They're going to have different, uh, different ways to actually solve. Sure, sure. And from your standpoint, that's the biggest key. Yep, yep. Uh, an actual robot may not be for you. Yeah, that, that could be it, right? <laughs> that could be it. It could be that it. It could be it. I will say another trend that uh, is either troubling or just worth noting is like engagement is getting a little ridiculous. Everyone yeah. wants to engage candidates. Yes. And uh, I just don't know if we need that many companies yeah. trying to solve that well, problem. The, the engagement and then and then you're engaging, but you want something back from them. You know, there's a lot of, they call yeah. it engagement, but what they're looking to do is get info from the, from the candidate, whether it's surveys yeah. or whether it's this or that. It's like, how, how much can you inundate an actual human being with I don't care if it's a question or five questions or whatever it is, yeah. weekly or bi-weekly. Or it's just like, what's that actual person's flow look like in their job? Yeah. And then how much other shit can they take on? Yeah. Do I actually benefit from this? And how much of my time is required to give my feedback to right. you? Right. These are all questions that are troubling. And also, does what's, what's the actual benefit aside from data? Are you retaining people more because of what you're getting back? Is there a recruitment element that's yep. in there? I, yep. I think those are questions that aren't really answered. Um, and if it's not making you money or saving you money, what is it doing for you? Yeah, it it costs a hell of a lot less to retain an employee than yep. it is to go find a new one. And is the engagement tool you're using actually doing that? Or is I it pushing some, them the fuck away? Or yeah. is it pissing them off? Yeah. And, and getting in their uh, in their shit could be. Um, I'll also note from the show, my takeaway was big tech is still big tech. The biggest booths here are still Oracle, Oracle Workday, yeah. uh, the 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 usual suspects. So in some ways, the cash things are changing significantly. In other ways, the shit's so still the same as it always has been. Yeah. Uh, one takeaway from you, I know, we've given TMP shit about all the acquisitions <laughs> they've been doing. What brand are they? What should we call them? Yeah. Uh, they have an interesting presence here at the show. Yeah, they they have a talent brew booth, right? Which yeah. is an awesome booth. It's nice. But once again, what we've talked about before. There's no beer in the talent brew. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, yeah, we should probably have <laughs> that coffee. discussion. But but if you think about it, once again, we talked about this last week. You have TMP, AIA, CKR, yep. Maximum. Uh, I mean, and the list just keeps going on. And then what happens? Well, and then they just get carve, right? And then they show up here. As none of those. Right. <laughs> as none of those. They show up here as their product, Talent Brew. Right. So, I mean, again, I love that they're trying to get the Talent Brew name out there, but I yeah. really think that they have this Sybil situation they going do. on. They do. That's a great analogy. It, it yeah. just, it's so many different names and so many different likenesses. So just go and, out and buy Sybil.ai yeah. and be done with it. <laughs> be done with it. Put them all up underneath that umbrella and you're done. Yeah, and to add to the confusion, uh, you saw a booth that was like TMR or T something. TMF. TMF, yeah. because yeah. the F was almost a P. Yeah, almost <laughs> the exact same font as well. Yeah. So yeah. I would be very confused if I didn't know one thing or the other yeah. as to whether that was TMP yeah. or what exactly that was. Well, it, so 
love those guys. Again, we love the acquisitions that are happening. It's just, again, the confusion and all of these multiple personalities yep. are just confusing the fuck. I mean, it, it, I can't imagine how it doesn't confuse the market. All right. Well, let's take a break and get unconfused. I like that. And we'll come back and talk about uh, Indeed shaking, shaking people down and the mobsters at Glassdoor. Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text. And so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. And we're back. And we're back. All right, dude, the, the, the Indeed hate is, is it, it went from a trickle to sort of a nice flow. Every yeah. day we seem to get new intel yeah. about what Indeed is doing. Well, it, and, and companies aren't sure what's happening. That's the problem, right? So, again, yeah. we were talking about, uh, you know, box. like TMP and, and, and where there's confusion there, at least from my standpoint. There could be. There's confusion on the Indeed side because we've heard, we, we reported on a company um, that had really had their traffic almost turned off. Yeah. Right. Their their organic traffic, and we felt like that. Oh, here we go. Yep. They're go they're gonna start. You know the 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 smackdown. Yep. Uh, and then, guess what? Once we put that out there, more companies started getting to us and saying, "Hey, look, that's happening to us yeah. too. We just saw our organic go flat. What the fuck is going on?" Now, a word that we heard this week, which is new, yeah. is, is throttling. Yes. Um, a company that we had uh, come to us say that they were getting, was it $5 per apply? Or the cost that they're paying for an application went from $5 to 15 And they believe that Indeed is sort of moving the knobs on how effective your postings are based on are you going to play or not. Yeah, I mean, there's always been rumors of, and these are, these are, I mean, okay, so we've had inside information from actual salespeople at Indeed when this was happening that uh, you know th there would be money to be spent and it wasn't spent until that last week and then they just jammed it all through right because right. it's like we have budget shit we've got we've got to do this and now we're talking about more of like a throttling type of an issue where it's mm -hmm. like look if you're going to get people you're going to have to pay for them yeah right so the organic and start the payment and then what you're talking about the actual payment is like well that 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 price that we were looking at is actually going to be going yeah up. ultimately so it's, it's interesting ultimately the allegedly indeed is sort of playing with the algorithm to say look if you're not paying more there's a good chance that you're going to start at certain times of the day or month being on page 29 it's, it's, it's like and then Uber when the budget yeah surge, when the, so when the yes, surge rate yes so when the budget needs to be spent, you're going to start showing up on page one and right. things like that. So Which it's could not be, about... It could be their new model. Who knows? We don't yeah, know. Well. But 
Uber does it. It's called Surge, and Indeed could just start surging the fuck out of stuff. Yeah, and look, let's let's be honest. Most people are just going to say, "Oh shit, I just I need to spend more money with Indeed." They're not going to ask hard questions or go to an alternative, which I know we talk about quite a bit. Oh yeah, and you, that was the advice you gave uh, the informant that we had this <laughs> week. Like, go check out that, Nuvu. Go check out the programmatic solution providers. Yeah, yeah. There are options out there. Yeah. If you don't start looking now to diversify your track it, traffic and all your eggs and traffic eggs are in one basket, that's on you. I mean, you're fucking yourself. No doubt. No doubt. And again, if you have information, juicy gossip for us on Indeed and anyone else, hit us up at chadcheese.com, either on the record or off the record. We will honor either. It'll work. <laughs> All right, let's talk about our session. The panel's great. We're all, we've already mentioned um, who was on it. The company's yeah. represented uh, Chris, Red Bull, Adam, yep. Sainsbury, a uh, very popular retailer. The uh, Smash here Fly. In the UK. Yes. Smash Fly. Yes. We're all decked out in the Smash Fly gear, by the way. And the title, I believe, was Your Brand Sucks or something along those lines. Brand matters, experience matters. And then in the synopsis, pretty much your experience sucks, so therefore your brand sucks. And, yep. and, and I think. That's one of the things that companies are really focused heavily on their brand. They don't get where the, where this whole brand thing comes from. It's yep. the experience. How are you treating actual human beings? Whether they're customers, whether they're candidates, whether they're candidates and customers, whether they're employees, how are you treating them, right? Yep. And, and if you don't focus on experience, then it doesn't matter. Your brand's going to suck. Yep. And one of the things that, that was really uh, well said by both of the companies on the uh, on the stage was, how they are engaging with marketing. Yes. And we preach this all the time. If you're not having sit downs with your marketing department, uh, coming with data, which was obviously a huge Very point much. taken in, on the, uh, in the, in the conference, like yep. don't just go to mark, don't go to marketing with your hand in, you know, hat in your hand and like help us come at them with actual numbers in terms of traffic, you know, profiles, uh, that are in your system or resumes, uh, you know, applications per day how many people come to the site like these are numbers that will get marketing's attention because in red bull's case they get three million applications per year Woo. A, you know tens a few tens of thousands actually get hired those are all people that could buy red bull easily and marketing should be aware of that and and provide deals information whatever the brand should carry over into the into the application and right. the job seeker component to 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 hiring people um, but that was a, a big takeaway for me um, we did talk a little bit about uh, external reviews anonymous reviews how those play into your brand um, I was really surprised yeah. <laughs> to hear uh, Red Bulls uh, Adam say that they ignore reviews yeah um, me personally, if you're just putting your head in the sand, I know it was an arrow to your it was, heart. It was. It was. It was a point you of some saw, you controversy. Seen, you should have seen Joel's face when he said yeah, that. Yeah, I took I took it at Red Bull with wings <laughs> on that one. Uh, that you know, how can you ignore, you know, twenty some review sites that are out there? But his his answer was very revealing to me, um, in that he feels like to be on Glassdoor, to use Glassdoor, to engage with Glassdoor. Yeah. There's sort of a payola situation. I have to pay them to, you know, delete bad reviews. I have to pay them to move certain reviews up and certain reviews down. Yeah. Um, which obviously, if you talk to Glassdoor, does not happen. No matter how much you pay them, you can't delete stuff. Right. Now, you're probably, you probably have a better voice 
at Glassdoor if you're paying and you call them and say, hey, this review is uh, plagiar or whatever, uh, slanderous, uh, they'll probably listen to you much more readily. You're higher in the queue, Yeah, they I'm won't sure. admit to that. I'm very but yeah, sure. there's the pay, paying does probably get you a little bit of preferential treatment. Yeah. But Glassdoor, to me, has a real brand problem if companies like Red Bull think that it's a payola situation and they have to pay to play. And if they don't, they're going to get screwed over because yeah. that ultimately is going to be really bad for Glassdoor. And by the way, Glassdoor is sister companies with Indeed. If Indeed starts getting a, the similar reputation, which they already have on job postings, oh, yeah. now if the review section becomes a payola situation, that's really bad for both those companies. Yeah, so there are two things here for me. First off, if that is what companies think, and, and I guarantee you many companies think that, they feel like they have to pay to play. And I think to an extent there is a pay to play. There, there's no question. You get more if you pay. Um, you can so get someone on the phone yeah. if you're writing checks. So, so here's here's the thing: if that's if that's the whole thought of some of these companies, right, and and that's that's what they're getting, then Glassdoor needs to articulate their deliverable much better than what they are today. Yes. Um, number one. So, and number two, what I heard from him was there is so much noise out there as Red Bull. Glassdoor really doesn't mean that much to us because there are all these other segments that we're hitting yep. uh, that that actually have better return. So we they're they're big enough, I think, and they have a brand where they can kind of feel like that's noise, whether it's wrong or right. That's how they feel. It's noise, and sometimes portions of it we just have to ignore, and that's what they choose to ignore. Yeah, my guess is a, a lot more companies than we think. Yeah, take the head in the sand, ignore it. Uh, strategy yeah. than we probably believe. Um, I disagree with the strategy, but yeah. it, it is a very real thing, I'm sure. But yeah, uh, it's similar to, you know, I've talked to many restaurants who think Yelp is the same situation. Yeah. If I don't pay Yelp, I'm not on Yelp. I, you know, my reviews are shit that right. are going to come to the top. Right. Uh, Glassdoor to me has a similar situation, and they need to fix that if they're going to survive and thrive in the future. They've got to look at different ways to monetize because they have to make money. I mean, that's the reason why they're there. I mean, job postings, obviously. I mean, there are sure. different things that they I think they can do uh, to be able to monetize, which which they don't feel like, you know, the mafia. Right. Yeah. You know, going to going to break your window and now i'm going to send some guy over to fix it and then they, they, and then they're going to uh, then they're going to charge you for fixing your yeah, window we don't need any any broken kneecaps in no. our industry no, there's no, no, enough no. of that going on around the world well dude uh we have a lot more show left yeah uh i think battle of the bots is coming up i can't wait we're going to try to get some content from that hopefully um otherwise i'm headed home in a couple days you're headed home a couple days after that we're going to spend some time here in paris so don't expect much from us in the next couple days <laughs> uh it's been fun and we out we out thank you for listening to what's it called the podcast the chat the cheese brilliant they talk about recruiting they talk about technology but most of all they talk about nothing just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know, and yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses, and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese.
So weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.